and welcome to I'm Not Doing This For Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson and this is episode number 33 and today we're here with Helen. Hello Helen, how are you? Hello, I am very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, absolute pleasure. We have been stalking each other on Instagram forever, so it is really good that we finally get to meet each other. So today we are just drinking Prosecco and out of a very apt glass. This is always right, which uh, I, I exactly. Well, it's one of the ones that we've got for our wedding, and uh, he got a pint glass with Mr. Right on it, and uh, clearly, yeah, mine's is more accurate. Absolutely, his is at the back so, of the cupboard somewhere. And well, yeah, exactly. He doesn't even drink in the house anyway, so that's it's <laughs> just me drinking. <laughs> um, so, Helen, what's your yes. business called, and what do you do? My business is Clear Day and I am here to help small business owners to get some clarity and some focus. Um, I tackle your pain points. So I provide admin support, I provide business development support and I can provide coaching support as well. So really it's about just taking whatever it is that is sucking up your time or your headspace and taking it off your plate, clearing your day and saying, give that to me, whether it's something that's in your head, like let it out of your head or physically a practical problem. I need this filed, I need that done, I need this put together, I need these social media posts done. Just pass them across, clear your day. That's the, that's the idea. Oh yeah, no, that sounds amazing. I suppose it's essentially that's what I do, but I just do it for people's business premises problems that's and you it. do it for all business things all manner they... of things yes. exactly <laughs> so do you specialize in anything specific is there something um, that you love doing it's interesting because my existing network when i started the business was lots of other working mums and lots of women who worked supporting mums because that was like in a previous life i did a lot of that stuff so I do work for quite a few um, working mums and quite a few mums who have businesses like hypnobirthing, feeding specialists, um, perinatal counsellors, those kinds of things. Um, but I've branched out since I started. I've got builders, I've got photographers, I've got business coaches. So it really is, it's difficult when people ask what the, the specialism is. It's not that there's a specialism in terms of the tasks, but it's a specialism in terms of just taking the chaos and taking it away <laughs> so whatever your particular chaos is we're going to remove that <laughs> and put it somewhere else and deal with it um, so yeah it's just all manner of things um, everything from filing to the regular social media posting a um, bit of um, client research mail shots a bit of office management it depends really if it's virtual or on-site because I do work on-site for some clients um, if, obviously if they're local to me and then the virtual stuff is slightly different but yeah just taking away whatever is paining you really oh yeah god yeah so what where is local to you whereabouts can you be found so i'm in sale which is in um south manchester um so yeah local to me i've got clients in chalton in sale in um, handforth wilmslow way manchester so all of that sort of area and it depends what people want i've traveled further afield for like a one day filing job or a one day clear out the office kind of job 
In fact, I do have one client that actually travelled to Dorset for her, but she is also a friend. So we had a working weekend where I went down there and stayed with her and sorted out all her paperwork for a weekend and, uh, you know, spent a bit of time on the beach and came home. So that was quite nice. But yeah, oh, normally God, that local doesn't sound like Manchester. such a hard life. <laughs> it's not yeah. bad, is it, when you can do that for work? So yeah, that was really good fun. But yeah, usually Manchester. Yeah, well, I'm incredibly lucky. A lot of the things that I, I do, I, um, I can work anywhere in the world. So it, it's good and bad in a way because I literally never take any time off fully. Yes. Um, but you can, but, you know, to be able to take a laptop and a phone to, you know, a beach, a secluded beach somewhere and, and sit and work, it's, you know, it's not a bad life. No, it's not at all. And I think that's the nice thing about doing virtual work. You know, you can do it anywhere. People will say, can you just send out this mail shot? Can you just post this? Can you just send that out? Yeah, absolutely. They don't need to know that I'm in soft play, you know, just sort of logging on quickly doing it. It's like, it gets done and that's fine. So which is perfect when we're working the way we do around the kids and around everything else. So it fits in really well. Oh yeah, Claire, my business partner, she's forever sending me, you know, pictures of her at a soft play centre with a baby bouncing on one knee and, (laughs) you know, uh, uh, um, well, she's three now. Ellie, I think Ellie's three now. And, you know, she'll be feeding her a a cracker and, you know, on the phone and all of that. (laughs) I I think I've got the easy life, but at least my kids are in school all day. Yes, mine are as well. They are that age, so it does help. But uh, yeah, yeah exactly. it's just that working around it all. <laughs> so before you were doing this VA work and, you know, um, direct admin work, what did yeah. you do? So I started off way back when, before before kids, um, I started off doing various different admin roles. I've always been in admin. So I did secretarial work, um, financial services admin, marketing, did events management. Um, for some corporate firms Um, so I'm quite good at plate spinning because I'm used to having lots of partners all thinking that their work is the priority and it must be done now and it's that sort of juggling act Um, and then I had the kids and I stopped working although we know what that means when you have kids (laughs) absolutely didn't stop working from the minute they woke up until the minute they went to sleep exactly and um and in that break i did a lot of voluntary stuff and a lot of social media campaigning and actually that's probably where i got my social media skills really because working for a law firm back in the 2000s they didn't use social media you weren't marketing on twitter or linkedin or anything like that so i learned all those skills doing a lot of the voluntary stuff um which you know i didn't realize i was building cv at the same time but it's funny how life turns out really yeah, completely. So can you be found across all um, social media networks or do you have a preferred place that you can? Yeah, no, I'm on, um, I'm on Twitter. At, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Your Clear Day. I'm on Instagram at Clear Your Day, just to be awkward. <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook as Clear Day. And yes, I'm on LinkedIn as Helen Calvert. So those are the four that you can find me on. And they're all slightly different, aren't they, really? I mean, Twitter, you can kind of share lots of random bits and pieces, probably get more things shared from me on Twitter. Um, LinkedIn, it's slightly different conversations. It's a little bit more formal than Instagram sometimes, sometimes not. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I mean, I, I love them all. I think they've all got a lot to 
um, you know, a lot of merit. But it's interesting seeing what gets engagement on what. And yeah, I had my my best ever Instagram post. It really made me smile. You craft these fabulous social media messages. You know, you're putting your message out there and you're thinking about how to get it across to people. And a particular message I put up uh, last Friday, a couple of Fridays ago, the wording mentioned, um, it was a Mary Oliver quote, and it mentioned the soft animal of your body. It's that lovely poetry quote. So I thought, right, I'll picture it be an animal. So I put up a picture of a cat. Well, of course, that was my best Instagram post ever. Of course. So I don't know why I bothered putting all this stuff out there. Of course. Just post a cat, and that's what people yeah. want. A cat on a Friday, and you're good. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and that is Instagram nailed, isn't it? Yeah, like, it really like, is. Put a picture of a cat or a yeah. dog or a yeah. monkey, any sort of <laughs> animal that you could go, oh, and everyone's just yeah. going to be all over it. What, you know, the inspirational part that you put on it, nah, nobody's yeah. even noticed Not bothered. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking I might do an animal a month just to entertain myself, you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> why the hell not? Exactly, why the hell not? I just, you know, I just talk about all of my allergies and how, you know, I can't have any animals and I can't be anywhere near any animals and people just, you know, like a thousand comments about, oh my God, that must be awful. Life without cats, life without dogs. And I'm like, I just like breathing, you know, just, yeah. just a fan of breathing. So you strange fine. woman, Denise. You are not the first or will you be the last person to call me strange. <laughs> this is why you're my people. <laughs> I know, exactly. As soon as I find somebody who finds me even remotely hilarious, I'm like, and now we've found my... Yes. Oh, yeah. All if good. you get... Exactly. If you get my sense of humour, you are weird and you are my weird. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we look for. <laughs> and no, yeah, completely. I, people who take things far too seriously just are not my people. Please leave. No. no. Life, life no. is, you know, life can be hard and dramatic enough without creating drama. It's like, if you can have a good day and have a laugh, do that. <laughs> yeah. So much. So much. And especially as, uh, it, um, a lot of our lives because of our business and everything is, is you know, spilled out all over social media. So if we can't... Yeah find some joy in all of that then is there really a point at Absolutely. all no I agree and you've got to be you haven't you and if you are being you you've got to have a laugh because you can't take yourself that seriously every day it's just absolutely not absolutely not I like people say to me oh you know isn't it really hard like putting everything out on on um all of this social media and you it's you know especially recording this podcast you're not you know is it not like really hard? and I'm like no I really don't care what about when people send you like horrible messages I'm like oh. it's really really entertaining it <laughs> yes. just I mean like fine when people send me dick pics I'm like really oh, yeah. God. Like, seriously so, I, I had someone try and uh, send me something not that thank goodness but try to be over friendly should we say on LinkedIn the other day I was like it's LinkedIn oh, yeah. I mean oh, no. no I've had dick pics on LinkedIn what is that? You know, they, might, they might have had a shoot on half an hour before ah. but he didn't in that oh it's picture. okay it's a professional yeah. dick pic that's fine exactly, exactly. <laughs> good grief but, but it was hilarious and I think it was only maybe Thursday or Friday and I was sitting down you know just answering all my uh, messages and stuff and um and I think this is on Facebook so you know to be expected and and I'm like oh oh wow and my husband's like oh another dick pic I'm like no oh no this man sent me pictures of him in a dress I'm like oh my word (laughs) 
I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a gold star for the first one that I've had of that, but sure. You know, it's so interesting though, isn't it? Because really the reason people well, I mean there's many reasons people do that kind of thing, obviously. But I just think sometimes the reason people do that is because there's something about you or whoever the recipient is that's made them think that you're you know such a warm and lovely person they want to share this part of themselves with you which is lovely but it's sweet isn't it interesting that social media encourages that it's like oh i've seen a few podcasts i've read a few things i know this person so well i'm gonna send them my intimate pictures it's like really yeah (laughs) i yeah i do i think I haven't really thought about that, but it, that, that does explain quite a few of the messages that I get, actually. Because, I, I, like, this, the podcast is 100% who I am. This yes. is just who I am. I say, well, and, and, and people get used to, you know, the type of person that I am. And that's lovely and that's great. But that really does explain some of the messages that I get, actually, because I think some of the people that watch it think that we know each other. And obviously, yes. I'm not with them when they're watching. So I don't, they know me, but I have no idea. She's never are. met you guys. She doesn't know who you are. No, not, not met you. <laughs> Buy a girl a drink first, you know? I know. Oh, no, don't actually, because as, no, as me and Helen are aware, I, um, I successfully completed dry January and then the Six Nations started and I'm a massive rugby fan, as I say to everyone. And I fell, well, I suppose I wasn't on the wagon, was I? I? But it was 1st of February yesterday and I came crashing off of that dry January hard. <laughs> so this Prosecco is the first thing that I've drank today, even though I've been back in the pub and I've been watching England get beaten terribly today and play as if they'd never played rugby in their life. Oh dear. Uh, but I did it all with no alcohol and I'm just having this um, lovely glass of Prosecco because me and Helen wanted Prosecco, so we're having it. We can't do this without alcohol. <laughs> we cannot do this without alcohol, exactly. So tell us more about you, you know, other than the love of Prosecco what does what does Helen do when 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 Helen is not drinking Prosecco with Denise uh well when I'm not doing that and when I'm not working um as I say I've got two boys they're well one the eldest is nine he just turned nine yesterday um oh my baby turned 11 on the 30th oh yeah I was gonna say not yesterday because by the time this goes out but you know whenever oh yeah recently turned nine sorry Um, we're pre-recording everyone yes (laughs) and um and the other six um, so they keep me very busy um, and I was thinking about this before you know because you know you're going to get kind of asked you know like, what are your hobbies and I'm like, what are my hobbies my hobbies when I have nothing to do are to do nothing because oh, I think yes. we're so busy and it's like do you know what I actually like I like some self-indulgence I like yeah. a bubble bath I like a massage oh, I like to just, oh my like, god I love a bath nothing. I can sit in the bath for hours it's the best my, my husband thing. thinks it's the most insane thing ever oh, we are we are absolute kindred, kindred spirits in so many ways but in other ways we literally are polar opposite so like he couldn't think of anything worse than lying in the bath and he never has nothing days whereas I lying in the bath isn't the most glorious thing in the whole entire world and doing nothing all day I mean the glee that I get when I look at my calendar and I've got nothing organized I'm like yes yeah and it's it's like the the other day I had to do I can't remember what it was but I had two major things to do in the morning basically it was one of those get up get going do it you know I think I had something to write I think I had to write a presentation and then I had to be somewhere and then in the afternoon I had some downtime so I went to bed 
I was like, right, oh. I, I might look really productive. Like I was totally on it in the morning. And then it's like, right, bed, that's it, because I'm done. <laughs> and I'm going oh, to have wow. to in the evening. So yeah, nap time. So yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, bloody love time. a nap. Yeah, bloody love a nap. Yeah. We spend, yeah, we spend pretty much the whole of the summer holidays in this little place in Spain, which I'm not going to tell you where it is because then English people will turn up there and there's Absolutely. no English people there. So it's bloody <laughs> glorious. But we, we, siesta, siesta is our life. Oh, I just, I pray for the day that we take it upon ourselves to start doing that. It is my natural rhythm, I have to say, if yeah. I do that. Because uh, I'm an early riser, so then an afternoon nap and then the evening, that is definitely how I how I roll. But yeah, well, that's the other thing I enjoy, actually, travel. I do love traveling. Um, I have to travel because my man actually lives in the States. So um, yes. Oh, wow. Very how long does that work? <laughs> well, the brilliant thing is, Denise, as we are demonstrating here today, that in this day and age with modern technology, it actually works pretty well. It's not like in the old days where, you know, you had to write each other letters and phone calls cost a fortune. You know, good old WhatsApp video calls are free, aren't they? So it's all good. But, uh, but yeah, it does mean that I get to have some lovely adventures because then we get to travel to see each other. So that's always exciting. So that yeah, is if, incredible. I, if I get time, then that's the other thing I do. I jet off places. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. So are you are you a second time marriage girl then? No, I'm not. I am well, I'm not single, but you know, I'm not married. So yeah, yeah. I got divorced in 2018. So yes, I am. Uh, oh no, I was before that, I think. So I'm I'm second time Sally. Yes, I know. Yes, I got married. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, he's lucky to have me, not the other way around, obviously. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and yes, I got divorced six years ago, maybe, and got married last year. Yeah, so, but that, I suppose that's good then, that if, you know, your husband has your um, kids and then you can jet off to America, so that would make it a lot easier. Yes, absolutely. It is not a bad balance, I have to say. Yes, half the week parenting, half the week working or being elsewhere or whatever. Yeah, it does. Uh, I, I think people who, especially women, because we know the burden of childcare falls to the women, people who work and parent 24 seven, it is a very different gig to what I do. And I'm very aware of that because I have had a few people say to me, how do you fit it all in? I'm like, well, you know those days when I don't have the children, I can work from when I wake up to when I go to bed, should I wish to? Whereas obviously yeah. when you've got the kids, there's always those deadlines. It's like, well, they're coming home from school or they've got to be put to bed or they need the breakfast and you can't just get into the zone. So yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to have those days where I can just focus. That is helpful. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm incredibly lucky. I have such a good relationship with my ex-husband, and we, you know, although he only has them one day a week, he's always kind of got my back. And my husband yeah. has an incredible relationship with my kids, so he does lots of things with them, and you know, and we we all get on like a house on fire, so we all do it together. And they all, <laughs> this is going to make me laugh. I don't know how to say this without saying it the way I do say it but and they're all very grateful that I work as much as I do because then <laughs> no then they don't have to pay for things so nobody argues about how much yeah. I work Absolutely. because I'm the breadwinner and that's if it. and I just say to them that's not a problem I'll stop working and then you can stop paying for stuff and everyone goes how can we help you Denise and I'm yeah, like yes of course that's it no I've had that conversation it's like well we like to have things sometimes don't we you know those birthday presents you like well <laughs> they don't actually just get posted through the door by the fairies <laughs> amazingly no no 
bless their little cotton socks. Indeed. So if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. I think when I, I knew I was going to have to go, I say have to go back to work. Like it was looming at that point before I started the business. My youngest was going to start school and it was like, I have to go back to the workplace. I have to earn money again. And it was really like, oh my goodness. Cause it had been a good chunk of time before I, you know, since I'd done that. And I, I did have that thought. It was like, well, what, what are the options for what I can do? And really, I realized that my skill set is my skill set and always has been. Like, if you ask people, describe me in one word, everybody will say to you, organized. It's like, that's the first word that comes up. So I kind of am admin through and through. And I thought, well, I can either get someone to pay me to use those skills for the benefit of their company, or I can use those skills for the benefit of myself, essentially, which is what being self-employed is. Um, so I think if I wasn't doing this, I would be in an admin role working for somebody else. Um, I can't imagine, I suppose if I was like blue sky thinking, it would be lovely to be a writer, but I don't think ah. I, I like writing blogs. I like writing, I've written poetry in my time, sometimes terrible poetry, you know, when, it's, when everything's a bit dramatic, I've written poetry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't think I've got the discipline for a whole book. I just, you know, everyone says, oh, there's everyone's got a book inside. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I have, but I don't know if it'll ever come out. I'm not sure if I'm that focused to do that bigger project. Because I've had friends who publish books and it's a big deal. Yeah, so. I, so I have, I have like a 10 year plan and, and you know, and, and there's lots of it that is completely and utterly insane that, you know, I want to, yeah. I want to have my own TV show, <gasps> kind of yes. this. Yeah. Uh, the location, 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 yeah. Sarah Beanie, but for the you know commercial property world, that sort of thing. That and would I think, be awesome. That's going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, of course it is. Of course it yeah. is. You know, it's not. It, it, yeah, it's it just is what it is. Yeah. And um and I, and I always think there's a book in me, but I think there's a autobiography in me. I think it's going to be about yes. all the insane things I've done along the way. And I think for me, it has to be after I've done you know something that someone's gonna on a front cover of a book warrant reading even yes. though the juicy bits have already happened <laughs> yes you know? I, know, I know exactly what you mean yes absolutely yeah it's like yeah. it would be an interesting story now but yeah maybe we need to be at a slightly different level and then people can be like what is your interesting story it's like well now i can tell you <laughs> but yes exactly I mean, yeah denise ferguson from from fine surveyors and you know they're not going to be interested in the crazy things i did you know traveling around the world but denise ferguson from you know whatever our location 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 yeah. you know tv show is going to be yeah. and the, the interesting thing she did is traveling around the world they're going to be like whoa yeah that's it that's yeah. worth the read no so I what would right. you, what would your book be called <laughs> oh my goodness me on the spot um it would definitely have the word adventure in the title because i love an adventure i'm not sure i don't think the adventures of helen that sounds like you know something a seven-year-old would read yes it does it does it really does we won't call it that we'll call no, it but you never know sometimes sometimes that's really the right thing to call it though isn't it when you go <laughs> that's way too simple and you go yeah but it's perfect yeah but it's right setting off on my adventures i feel like um my life changed a lot sort of three years ago and I feel as though it's been, I mean, 
I had adventures before then, different kinds of adventures, but yeah, it's been an adventure ever since. So it would definitely have that word in the title, something to do with that. And, you know, finding, Did, finding yourself. Was divorce like it was for me, the, the start of a, a new world for you? Yes, in a way. I mean, it's my story that, well, I was going to say my story is a bit messier, but everyone's story is a bit messier, isn't yeah. it? None of these things happen yeah. in a black and white way. No. But yeah, it was. It's no, messy. you don't fall in a bed of roses and then come out divorced. It, no. no, exactly. No. So, what it's happened? A whole heap of shit that you fall <laughs> yeah, in. Precisely. But yeah, I think I. I really discovered, for various reasons at that time, well, I say discovered who I was, I rediscovered who I am. Because I think I knew who I was when I was a lot younger, and then life happens, and expectations happen, and you fall into the trap of thinking you must do this, that, and the other. And then you get to a certain age, and you think, no, no, I knew who I was when I was like 17, 18. And I've learned things, I'm much, more mature and capable than that person but the things that bring me joy are still the same things so you kind of go back in a way and it's like I guess I learned to dance again really you know um so and it does really open a lot of doors and obviously starting the business and when you start it's like oh I wonder if I can do this and then you discover that you can and it's like oh I wonder what else I can do and it becomes that kind of keep going with a different goal and a new target and you know let's just see where we can go I guess my my kind of mantra for this year well for the last year and a bit actually has been feel the fear and do it anyway because oh, there's yeah. always fear but just don't let it stop you you know it's like yep there's the fear anyway I'm I'm carrying on <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, completely. I mean, I, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not scared of anything. I'm not, I'm not worried about what people think about me. I don't have any of those kind of issues. And I, and I, I'm more, more and more understanding that that not everyone's blessed with that. So I, I do completely get that. And I, you know, the more I speak about it, the more people are like, oh my god, really? <laughs> but there are days when I'm so overwhelmed by all of the things that are happening to me that I do really struggle and I kind of but I've learned now that I'm allowed to have those feelings because before I'd be like you know you're so confident and and you're not never worried about anything so why are you feeling so oh my god and yeah. now I just let myself you know feel that feeling and then do it anyway so I so I let myself you know kind of feel scared and worried and nervous and overwhelmed and you know crazy and you know you know, like I want to go back into my bed and pull my duvet back yeah. into my head, but then I don't let myself, I don't, yeah, I don't let myself wallow in that feeling. I have to, if I've allowed myself a full day to feel that, I'm not allowed to feel it the day after that. I just, I have to carry on. So, and I did a podcast with um, Gemma Went and she, and I, and it was really weird because I, because I do these recordings and, and we organize it so, you know months and months in advance I was having one of those days where I was really overwhelmed and I was re recording with her and I could see it in my face like yeah. I was just really like you know keep going anyway oh and she said, I know and she said something to me and I said to her well I'm just having one of these days I just I'm so overwhelmed and she said she's like oh really and she just said to me it's because you're leveling up Yes. Because yeah, yes. because you're leveling up. She said you yeah. need to you need to lean into that fear, and yeah. every single time now I go, you're leveling up. Lean into that fear and keep going. And even if you need like the, the you know we both love to have a, a nothing day, a down day yeah. where we you know do just chill. 
even if I need one of those days, the next day I have to just keep going towards that that TV show. I have to keep yeah. going towards that, you know, housekeeper in my house every day to bloody clean <laughs> the mess. I need Eyes to, you prize. know, <laughs> yeah, keep going until finds a raise is a you know nationally recognised company keep going until you know there's nobody ever signs a lease without um you know getting advice you know just keep yeah. having to go towards all of those goals no so, it's really yeah. important i think it's it's just recognizing that it's part of the process so instead of thinking oh my goodness why can't i cope or thinking oh i'm having a really terrible day maybe i shouldn't be pushing myself so hard it's like you just schedule it in it's like you know if you're launching a new website or a new product or doing some you know i launched my rebrand at the start of this year and i started taking on coaching clients so that was like an added string to the bow and you just know as soon as you do that you're really excited and then it's like and now i'm going to crash and i'm going to be under my duvet for a day going oh my god what have i done but it's just it's part of the process it's like tick done that okay next you yeah. just have to be I've completely yeah. shat myself and now i need yeah. to actually just carry on and do and on that. we go yeah this is it and yeah. i think it's really important though to be to be kind to ourselves and I say this to well I say this to my coaching clients I say this to all of my clients really because so many people are busy shouting at themselves like why can't I do this why can't I get this done it's like well have you tried being nice to yourself and they look at me like I'm mad it's like well before you start shouting at yourself as to why you haven't done whatever 16 million things you had on your to-do list today have you done crazy stuff like drunk water had some lunch, <laughs> been for a wee when you need one. It's like, you'd be amazed how many people are spinning around, busy, 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 and they don't stop to eat and they don't fulfill their, even their basic needs, let alone anything like, have you done something that makes you smile today? Have you, you know, taken a deep breath ever, stretched ever? And it's like, you have to just be a bit kinder to yourself. But I think a lot of us have perhaps grown up in situations or been in school situations where we're motivated by, not fear but you know that kind of push 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 and it's like why don't we find out what we could achieve if we're just really kind to ourselves like if we really look after ourselves the way we do with our kids what could we then achieve it's like oh that's that's a different thought isn't it but it's like it's the only way i get anything done because as much as there's a professional woman running this business there's a little girl in here who's like, what on earth are you making me do? We're doing what now? You know, like we're on a podcast now, we're doing this now. And I have to look after her because otherwise she's going to kick off and then I won't be able to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I think we listen to people around us all the time saying, you've started a podcast? You're, 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 you're going to have a TV show? You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're starting another new business? Like what the mm -hmm. hell? So, you know, constantly brings about that that ever-increasing fear that that goes on but let's go back to when you were saying that you obviously you're also offering and um, coaching so what sort of yes. coaching are you offering now so really it's it's to do with the fact that I was in some ways I was doing it anyway I think you'll find this I'm sure Denise anyone who works with small business owners because they have even if they have a team they're kind of it's quite a lonely thing running your own business. So if you work with them alongside them, you do tend to do a bit of coaching because they want someone to talk to and you end up kind of batting things between you and having conversations like what we were just talking about. Um, so I was doing a little bit of it anyway and I decided that I wanted to add it in because as I said at the start, I kind of just, I really want to see small business owners thrive. 
And we know that sometimes the reason you're not thriving is because the paperwork's not getting done, the admin's not getting done, you're wasting your time doing all this stuff when you should be developing the business. But also sometimes it's not working because of what's in here and you've got some stories or you've got some blocks going on, you know, you've got some mental blockages, you imagine you can't do something or you're very different from everyone else. It's like, everybody's winging it, you know, just like everybody's scared, it's okay. Um, So I really just wanted to offer people the opportunity to talk things through, um, get some sense of clarity, get some confidence. I always say we start with calm because you can't make any progress until you've just calmed down, (laughs) got clear, got your confidence up. It's like, right, now what are we going to do? Rather than just that constant go, 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 go. Um, But I've had quite a few experiences in my life that mean I've got some insights into feeling overwhelmed, basically, and having to do it anyway. Again, that feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, So it means that I've got some hints and tips up my sleeve for, yes, okay, I get that life's hard. We're not talking here about, I mean, who has an ideal life and then works from that basis? You know, we're all working from, this is the shit I've got going on and I'm trying to make progress within that. And yeah, I've got some some experience of that and got some ideas that can help. So yeah, I'm just beginning to to do it and I'm really, really enjoying it. It's very rewarding for sure. Yeah, we've just um, introduced a new service because of this as well, because um, a lot of my clients needed kind of a the Zoom call like this where yeah. we could just clarify one major issue that, they, that was going on for them at that time and then they would become a monthly retainer client or they were a monthly retainer client anyway, but they needed that, you know, face-to-face sorting out of like, say, it was a, a rent review or... or um, you know they were going through you know they were having a landlord and tenant dispute and they they needed to just you know talk face to face so now we have a a 99 pound uh like one-to-one zoom call just to get that one kind of point out of it it's like it's like a you know a clarity call where it just kind of gets that that's that stuck that block out of their head so yeah we've and that's purely exactly the same thing with you we were just finding that we were doing them anyway and yes. it was you know taking an hour out of our monthly retire retainer clients um, day and actually some people were coming to us and going you know I don't, I don't need monthly retainer because you know I don't have a big enough business for that but I just need yes. help with this one thing and we were like we'll jump on a zoom call and then we'll see you know how we can help you and um and that seems to work and and like you were saying about the whole boyfriend thing and everything um being able to physically see someone makes such a difference compared to being on the phone I mean I've got another um, client and she always said to me I don't want to do zoom like video I'll just do audio or I'll call you and stuff and I was like yeah yeah that's fine and then I said to her one day let let's let's do let's see face to face and ever since then she's always like no Denise let's do let's do video (laughs) because it was such a block for her she hated the thought of seeing herself on screen but once she could see like my mannerisms and you know not just seeing me on the podcast and stuff like that but actually you know physically talk to me she's like oh no it makes such a difference it's like having you there and I know that you know I put my face is so animated I'm pulling faces all the time (laughs) and I talk with my hands and everything she was just like it's it was just so important to have it so I 
I love the fact that we have all this technology now and yes it means I don't have to go to clients offices all the time and and they don't have to come and visit me all the time but but it's great that we have you know such access to these things well this is it because I mean the coaching clients I've got at the moment I do it all on on video call you know I could quite happily do one face to face and you know I would do if people were local enough but then of course if you're doing a face-to-face meeting that's more time out of their day because they have to come to me or I have to go to them it's like why don't we just you know do a video call it's dead easy and you do get that connection because like you say you can see the body language you know I find the phone quite I probably like the phone the least of all the ways of communicating really I'm, I'm I love writing so I love messaging I you know writing stuff is fine video call great but the phone I find it quite a barrier really because you can hear someone but you can't see all the expressions and it's like I'm not quite sure what you're trying to get across and yeah it's brilliant being able to do it this way and I do the same I've got a business coach of my own well, she's on maternity leave at the moment bless her but um yeah we do the same thing we've always done it by um, video call it works really really well yeah I need I definitely need to get myself a business coach it's on the the list of of people what I need to source so yes <laughs> Yes, I'll start doing that at some point. Anyway, we are coming to the end of the podcast tonight. That end. has gone quick, my goodness. I know. <laughs> I, well, I'm a gasser. I'm a, I, get, I get people going. You and me both. I know, terrible. <laughs> but I end all of my podcasts because, as I've said on this podcast and all the other podcasts, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. And I love Eminem, and he does all of his rap battles in the um, 8 Mile saying you know he's white he's skinny he comes from a trailer and everything all the bad things about him so his opponent can't ever come back at him so Helen what is the worst <laughs> things about you my goodness well I mean how long have we got um <laughs> I always just say um, just don't ask my husband just yeah don't. exactly just don't th- yeah just don't yeah. definitely don't ask the ex-husband could we um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, do you know what, actually, I would say as much as I am a communicator, sometimes my thoughts go for a walk outside of my mouth without necessarily the brain engaging. And I would say that is probably, yeah, sometimes I say stuff and maybe it should stay where it is um, because I can be very opinionated, especially after looking at this. Um, Yeah, I think I don't really hold back as much as I could always perhaps (laughs) let's put it that way yeah a spade is a shovel with me I just are really (laughs) very very much so but I did um so I love Kirsten Bell um and she she was on a thing uh I don't know what it was but it was like it wasn't like a tv show but it was very much talking about um her life and everything and she once said something that stuck with me ever since and um and she said honesty without tact is cruelty and ever since that is so true yes I I I'm always honest yes but before I would I would I would hide behind the fact that well it's the truth yeah just being honest (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you know but but you are an asshole it's the truth (laughs) (laughs) but why can't I tell you (laughs) I know exactly you know it's not my fault you didn't know (laughs) but now I just I say to myself you know honesty without tact is cruelty you know you're not a very you're not being very nice so I I don't need to talk to you now is enough I don't need to then inform that person that they are an arsehole no well again it's just reducing the drama isn't it you know because as we said 
before, you know, life can be dramatic enough without increasing it for, you know, entertainment's sake. <laughs> exactly. But do bloody love a little bit of entertainment though. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> now and again. <laughs> I know, exactly. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank and as always, no, no, it was an absolute pleasure. And so good to finally meet you. Yay. And you. <laughs> Thanks, I can, st- I can stop stalking you now. But if any- <laughs> Anyone else, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast, if you want to sponsor the podcast, then please contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Thank you. Bye.